Hey, hey, everybody. It's Allison Kapskowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am so excited that you are here with me on this Tuesday. And I hope wherever you are, that you are doing something positive for yourself, keeping your own personal self-care in mind. Um, If you've been listening to the last four or five, maybe six weeks of my show, and I've gotten so many emails and suggestions and just feedback in general from all of you, and I always love hearing from you. But what I've really tried to focus on, and I'm feeling a calling to do this, is I know that everybody, it's almost like with the situation that we're dealing with, with the state of the world, it's almost like, for lack of a better way to say it, like the pink elephant in the room. It's like everyone knows it's there. Everyone's trying to make the best of it. Everyone's trying to work around it in some way. But having said all that, it's not, it's not for a moment, really. It, what I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's not stopping us from really acknowledging the help, the feeling of helplessness that so many of us have felt over the last several weeks. I know that I found myself going up and down in my own energy space as I remind myself, I'm constantly having to remind myself what's really within my control. And so I've really tried to, in my conversations with people in the last few weeks and the wonderful guests that I've been able to have, I've really sort of, I really feel a calling to bring this message to you. And so I'm really excited about my guest today. She and I connected online. Um, My guest today is Jennifer Lyle. She lives in Canada, right outside Toronto. Um, She is is an intuitive business mentor. um, And what she helps her clients do is she helps them manifest good energy in their business. And so I'm really excited to have a chat with her today. And she's going to walk us through this really cool technique that she teaches with her clients. And so I will let Jennifer, Jennifer, why don't you introduce yourself and tell my audience a little bit about you? Sure. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here, Allison. I feel really honored to be having this conversation with your amazing listeners. Oh my goodness. So I have been an entrepreneur for over 10 years. And when I first started my business, I focused on wellness. I had a video podcast before podcasting became cool. And I, yeah, it was quite an experience, quite a journey, but, um, to be honest, it sucked (laughs) because (laughs) I didn't believe in myself. And so I got to this place where I was beating myself up for expecting full-time results in my business. I was trying, even though I was just working part-time and my kids were really young at the time. And I was, I, I shared with you how I was at this place of having to do so much, so much, so much, so much all the time. And I was working with a coach and I remember saying, I just want to give myself two minutes to breathe. Uh-huh. And she said, we'll do it. But I didn't value myself enough to give myself permission to take uh-huh. those two minutes to breathe. Yeah. So I was staying up really late and I, I wasn't making the progress that I had hoped to make. Uh-huh. And I came to a place where I just gave myself permission to figure out what really makes my heart sing. And that's when I dove into this spiritual journey and I discovered meditation and crystals, uh, automatic writing, dowsing with a pendulum. And I was given my own modality called Connect to You. And the intention of that work is to connect the soul with the heart Uh and the mind. So our three brains, our intuitive brain, our logical brain, and our emotional brain. And when we can tap into those three different levels of our wisdom and bring that into our business, that's when we can truly bring our purpose to life through our business. So I teach my clients how to use this inner connection to fulfill their purpose through their business. And the key 
once we've gone through connect to you, we do some clarity around how they truly want to live, what is most important to themselves and what are their true values. Then we look at um, how to manage their energy going uh-huh. forward. Because when your energy is all over the place, like That's mine was. Exactly right. <laughs> I talk about energy a lot. I think it's just a fascinating subject because, you know, people, I don't think people realize that everything in the world is actually made of energy. We're actually energy. We're just energy in a, in a, in a physical form, mm-hmm. walking around and, and doing our thing. And so I think when we think about the fact that everything is energy, I mean, when it comes down to it, what we actually do to ourselves to, act, to help our energy actually leave, so to speak, and go elsewhere, it really starts to make sense when we think about it like that. I think so many people forget the fact that we're actually energy. Mm-hmm. And a really interesting cue for what our energy levels are like, or even just our emotions at a very basic level. When you realize that your emotions are really low, then you're angry, you're frustrated, you're worried, you're doubtful, yes. overwhelmed. Your your energy is constricted and you're depleted. Yes. But when your energy levels are high, you're happy, you're loving, you're joyful, you're silly. Um, when you're in these more higher vibrations, then you see new possibilities. Your perspective of your world totally changes. It does. And your own inner physiology even changes too. It's pretty Yes, powerful. absolutely. And I think I think people just, people today, especially with what's happening in the world and where I live, you know, our uh, restrictions are starting to be a little bit more relaxed. Um, it's, it's far from what we thought was normal, but I think for a lot of people, they're starting to see that there's a little bit of light at the end. But having said that, it doesn't overlook the fact that I think we've all had all of those feelings in multiple different ways over the last several weeks. Yeah, it, it certainly certainly has been really stressful. And so one thing that I've been teaching a lot of people around the world, and especially my clients, is how to check their inner battery. We, we check uh-huh. our phone battery so often, but we forget to pause to check in and really ask ourselves how we're feeling. Yes. And when we can learn to check our inner battery as often as we check our phone battery, like think two to three times a day, it really expands your inner awareness. It changes your conversations with your loved ones because uh-huh. you start to understand what's going on inside of you. Yeah, start to be able to communicate that with them. And what's really fascinating is that as you do this more and more and make it a uh, keystone habit, so a, a habit that you focus on, just focusing on wanting to have this full battery of energy. When you focus on that one thing, you start to make other positive choices in your life. Yes. And as your own inner awareness expands through this process, you start to recognize when other people are off too, because you can realize it within yourself. So you start to be able to recognize it within others too. It's really, yeah. Powerful. And I also feel, I also, I, I have this conversation quite a bit with some of my clients too. It's, I think when we start to feel that sense of frustration or we start to feel ourselves, you know, become depleted, maybe we're sleep deprived or maybe we haven't been eating in the right you know, way that serves us, or we haven't been moving and, and been physically active, at least on a regular basis. You know, I think our first instinct you know, especially if we're used to just doing things, our first instinct is to take the action steps. And the action steps are actually what collapse the energy field. You know, that if we just go, go, go all the time, then we don't get that chance to really inventory what our inner battery is, to use your word. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, when we're constantly pushing and ignoring those signs, it absolutely works against us. So, and it often, we think that we don't have time, Yeah, but in real reality, we actually create more time when we take care of ourselves. So for instance, yes, I completely agree with that. And what yeah. I teach and my fit and when I work with clients on fitness is, is that when our body, we, when our bodies become more economical and that's kind of the buzzword I like to use is when our bodies move with ease, you know, in an easier way, so to speak, the, we you know, what we notice is that we feel better and that we have more energy. But really what's happening in our bodies is, is that the same processes that we've been doing on a regular basis just take less energy from us. We have more energy to do the things that really excite us and, and really make us want to just go and do more. And I think that's really what's, what's missing for so, then so when, when I talk to so many people about when they say they don't feel good and they don't have energy, that's one of the first things I ask them is, well, how physically active are you? Yes, movement is so huge because especially uh, whether you have um, a a mental capacity issue, like maybe you're feeling really foggy um, or uh, emotionally you need to process stuff and have like a physical release to let some stuff out. Movement is so huge with our mental capacity. Our brain, even though it's such a small part of us, it requires 20% of the oxygen, Uh nutrients, and water in order to function properly. And it will give up all those components to other parts of your body when it's feeling depleted. So then your mental capacity gets depleted. Yes. Of course, when we're stressed out, the front area of our brain is called the prefrontal cortex. And that is where we make our decisions from. And it gets compromised when we're stressed. So we need to get into that relaxation mode in order to be able to make good decisions in those stressful times. Yes, I absolutely. I could not agree with you more. That's, that's a lot of what I teach in my, my fitness and my self-care strategy plans when I'm reviewing clients when, they, when, they, when, when they're telling me that they're feeling like their energy is low and especially the brain fog. That's kind of almost like a buzzword now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing more and more people use that. And I'm not exactly sure that those people really grasp what brain fog actually is. So I'm so glad that you explained a little bit of science behind that. I'm a science geek, so I'm, I'm all over that. I, just, I find that very fascinating. Awesome. Yeah. So shall we play this uh, with this little check-in? Yeah, let's do that. Why don't you tell, let's, let's just tell my audience a little bit about exactly what we're going to be doing. And, and then we can, uh, we can go from there. Perfect. So what we're going to be doing is you're actually going to stop and ask yourself how you're feeling. It's as simple as that, (laughs) Uh Uh, but we're going to go a little deeper. So if you have a pen and paper handy and on the paper, you're going to want to write down four words. The first one is physical on one line and leave a bit of space. The next one is emotional. The third word is mental. And the last one is spiritual. So I'm going to invite you to do a quick check-in to see how you're feeling in each of these areas. And to add a bit of context to this, if you're familiar with a a medical doctor from the States named Dr. Deepak Chopra, who's also very spiritually focused. Yes, I love him. I've followed a lot of his stuff. Uh, One of his teachings about a year or so ago when he was talking about energy, he shared how the medical community was trying to come to one single question 
that they could ask their patients to help them get a good understanding of how they truly were. Because when you ask the question, how are you, there is no kind of consistent response or, or, or definite response that will give you a good gauge of how they're really feeling. So it took some time to distill it down to this question. And what they came to was, on a scale of 1 to 10, do I have enough energy to do what I need to do in a day? And if your answer is 8, 9, or 10, you're thriving. 5, 6, or 7, you're surviving. And from 1 to 4, you're suffering. So if they can ask that question on a general, as a general question, they'll get a bit of a better sense as to how they're patients are feeling. Now I'm going to invite you to do that same scale of one to 10, but to check into your different energy bodies, your physical energy body, your emotional energy body, your mental energy body, and your spiritual energy body. And I believe that this will give you a more in-depth insight into how you're truly feeling. Because there are days when we can feel well physically, but emotionally we're spent. Uh Uh-huh. And we still need to be a little gentler on ourselves, perhaps in those moments, or take the time to boost our energy to get past that, depending on what the circumstances are. I mean, if your your cat just died, well, you're going to be an emotional mess. And you're not going to want to just try to boost your energy to get through it. You're going to want to give yourself space. And that's understandable. But maybe you just had a difficult conversation with somebody and it's thrown you off a little bit and you're still holding on to the energy of that conversation. You can boost your energy to release that and allow you to focus on the next task that you need to to do in your day. So let's dive into this check-in then. So that first question is, if you can close your eyes Take a nice deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And get present in your body. And ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel physically? First number that comes to mind, 1 is low and 10 is high. And then do a quick body scan. And ask yourself, is there anywhere where I feel tight? Does it feel loose? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel energized? What do you notice in your body as you go through from your head down to your toes? And then the next question, if you'd like, you can put your hand on your heart for this one. I like to do that myself. Is on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel emotionally? First number that comes to mind. And any words or emotions that come up around that. And then the third question is, on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel mentally? Do you feel foggy? Do you feel clear? Do you feel really um, focused? On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel? First number that comes to mind. This is really cool. I'm enjoying this. (laughs) Awesome. And then the last question is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel spiritually? So this is how connected you feel to your religion, perhaps. Uh, Faith that this is all going to work out. Could be how connected you feel to your purpose. Or if you don't resonate with this question, you don't even have to ask it. But if it does resonate, ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, How do you feel spiritually? And then look at those responses. Is there anything that really surprised you? Or was it pretty much what you were expecting? For me, mentally, I rated myself a 7.8. I I don't normally do with the points, but for some reason, it's just what came to me. And when I asked why, I got that I could use more water. My, my brain's feeling a little foggy from not having enough water. So I'm going to take a little sip here. 
How about you, Allison? Did anything interesting come up for you? Actually, um, I think for me, I think where I've noticed, I've, I've been super intentional and I've been pretty clear with my audience about this over the last couple of weeks. I've been, I've been really trying to double down on a lot of my own personal development since all of this started because I think, you know, whenever there's a big event or a crisis in the world that directly affects you and it defe- it's affecting our way of life and everything around us, so we can't help but have it affect us. It really makes you stop and question not just what you're doing, but what is the new normal going to look like for you going forward? So I've, I have really felt, felt myself emotionally and mentally all over the place, to be honest with you. But the last couple of weeks, I have, um, I have really doubled down on a new, a new practice of my own in the morning. And so as far as mentally and spiritually, I'm feeling really high right now because I feel like I'm super connected to what I really enjoy doing with my clients and the work that I've been doing is just paying, I'm noticing all kinds of differences in areas in my life. So that's really what's coming up for me. That's awesome. I love, love, love hearing that. And I love hearing about your morning practice. Yes. And what's come up for me is like, I've had a morning practice for years and I've been more disciplined about my evening practice the last two years. And I would do this check-in morning and evening. And in the last year, I've added doing a check-in at least once during the day, but more often about two or three times through the day. Uh And I found that that's been a real game changer because different situations, different quirks, like it could be technology that irritates you. It could be a random message that bothers you, a conversation, somebody cutting you off when you are out and about. Uh Um, Things can impact you and you don't realize just how much you carry it through your day. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. So when you start to do this check-in multiple times through the day and make it a keystone habit, and, and what a keystone habit is, is this is when you focus on just one thing and it causes natural spillover effects in the other areas of your life. So by simply focusing on this desire to have good energy, you'll start to exercise more. You'll start to choose something else to drink, maybe not a can of pop or soda. Maybe you'll reach for a glass of water. Maybe you'll be more disciplined about having a liter bottle of water on your desk or taking with you wherever you go Uh so that you make sure you drink enough water. You start to recognize how easy it is to feel good that you don't want to stay down in those lower energies any longer than necessary. So just in case some of our listeners aren't feeling so good or have an awareness that their numbers are a little lower than how they would expect it to be, could I take you and your audience through a breathing exercise just to show a a really simple energy boost that they could do? Sure. Yeah. Let's do that right now. Awesome. Okay. So this breathing technique is called 478 and I learned it from Dr. Andrew Whale, a a holistic uh, medical doctor based in Arizona. And this technique is to help us with breathing deeply. Now, we tend to breathe really shallowly so that oxygen doesn't get down deep into our belly. So Mm -hmm. something that I find is helpful, if you don't remember this breathing technique, another strategy you could use is just simply by placing your hands on your lower abdomen or your lower back and doing a breath and essentially saying, okay, breath, come all the way down here. 
breathe down here. Uh-huh. That in, in itself is really powerful. But I'm going to teach you this specific breathing technique because it will have you breathing with an exhale that is longer than the inhale. And when you do, it activates your parasympathetic system, which helps to activate the relaxation response within our body. Now, our fight or flight response is at the back part of our brain, of our head and our brain. And then there's also a relaxation response that occurs right next to it, which is kind of ironic. Yeah. And when you get really good at deep breathing and meditation, you actually activate this relaxation response. And it's a couple of times deeper than the relaxation you go to when you sleep. So this is a great way if you are feeling really tired and you wish you could have a nap, but maybe you don't find it easy to nap during the day, or you just don't have enough time to nap. Even if you can um, just do a 15 minute meditation or doing some deep breaths, and that will activate the relaxation response and give you enough energy to get through your morning, your afternoon, or whenever, however long you need to get through. Okay, so let's focus on this breathing technique. It's four, seven, eight. What you're going to do is you're going to inhale for the count of four, hold for the count of seven, and then exhale for the count of eight. And while you do this process, you want to have your tongue at the roof of your mouth, right behind your front teeth. There tends to be a little ridge in the gums right behind the front teeth. So if you hold your tongue there. So I am going to walk you through it and count you through it uh, to do the breathing. So we're going to inhale for four hold for seven and exhale for eight. So I'm going to walk you through it. So I won't be able to do the breathing, but it's okay. It's all good. So let's begin. Inhale, one, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Find a normal rhythm of breathing. Now, whenever I do that breath, my shoulders go down. And I don't know if you notice anything. I I automatically feel just a little more space. Oh yeah, I do. Always. My my talking I notice is slower. So I I did just do the breath quickly after I walked you through it because I wanted Uh to embrace it as well. But my yes my my rate of speaking becomes slower and it's yeah it just slows me down. Did you notice anything Allison? Yeah, actually, that's part of my morning practice, too. And in the, my yoga practice, we usually, my one of my favorite teachers is always very mindful of making sure that we know that at the beginning of practice and when, when we finish, too. Oh, I love it. And I think it's just another example of the fact that it's such a simple thing, but it makes such a big difference. Yeah. And you must really notice it when you are working with your clients one-on-one too, for what they can achieve um, just normally. And then when they bring the breath into it as well, they must yes. notice a huge difference. in their performance. Well, and unfortunately, I feel like today people, people, I, don't, I mean, I'll, I'm, this isn't the case with everybody, but I think what I'm hearing more and more from people, probably less so since we've been in quarantine, but before that is that you know, whatever self-care practice, whether it be breathing or meditation or whatever that you're doing on a daily basis, it it almost gets to the point where it's like a box you check off on the list. Mm. Me just completely defeats the whole purpose of what you've been teaching us today. Um, I guess I'm hoping too, that if there's a silver lining with everything that's happened is that as we, as we move forward, that maybe we'll learn the importance of having that time for ourselves and what that can actually do for us. 
Yeah. I really like the way you express that, that it's just a box to check off. Yeah. It really is. I hear that. I hear that from so many people. I have a couple clients who are very demanding jobs. One is in her real busy season right now in her work. And, and when I talk with her, I can just, I can feel it even in the emails that I get from her and even the communication that we have. It's, it's, there's so much to do. There's so much stress. There's this and this and this. And I think, you know, I think for so many people, and this is where my heart just really hurts for them, is that you you find they you find yourself in a situation where it's almost like just the normal for you. It's like you just have no concept that there's actually another way that's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you just we we get so good at what we do often that we forget that you know. And I tell my clients that all the time. You know, we get we're creatures of habit. We get really good at what we do often, but but that we that we, we know there's another way and we, we know that there are other ways that we can do things, but it, you know, we're just so hardwired to do things a certain way that that process of change just seems so really, it's really super difficult. So one thing I would just like to bring forward is that if anybody had noticed that their numbers were low when they did the first check-in, it'd be really good to check in again now to see how you're feeling physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, just to see if that breath had an impact on your energy levels. And it was just one breath. So it, for some people, it could take two or three breaths just to yeah. notice a shift. And there are so many different things that you can reach for that can be easy to weave into the day. So it's not just check checking it off at the beginning of the day. It could be something like, listening to good music when you have your lunch or going for a walk or just stepping outside and getting some sunshine on your skin. Well, and I think too, I think we have to remind ourselves that, you know, really all we have to to do literally is just decide that we want to feel better. I mean, our minds are powerful. And, you know, when we, when we learn how to change what we think and how we think it, then everything changes for us. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you? You have to really commit to doing Can I tell you a crazy story around how powerful our minds are, Allison? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So um, I'm in my late 40s and I've been working with my naturopath around hot flashes. And we had gotten things under control and I was finding that sage was really helping and they had pretty much disappeared. And then with all of this COVID-19 stuff coming up, it just, ah, I was having hot flashes a lot. I bet. And it's like, okay, clearly I'm more stressed out about this than I thought. And I kept talking about the hot flashes. I kept complaining about the hot flashes. And I noticed I was having hot flashes during the day as well as at night. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this is just crazy. And then on Monday, I told my body, because I'm reading the book, The Biology of Belief by Dr. Bruce Lipton. And I told my body, thank you so much for controlling my body temperature so beautifully so that I'm comfortable and healthy. And I did that again Monday night, Tuesday night, Tuesday night, I didn't have hot flashes. Wednesday night, I didn't have hot flashes. Last night, I didn't have hot flashes. And I've been telling my body this every day. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yes, I love it. It really is. It truly is amazing. It's, it's, it just is a testament to the power of, of our beliefs. That's really where our power is. Yes. Or not, we believe it. If we believe it, if we believe it with every depth, every fiber of our being, then it, it's, it's done. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, awesome. I feel like, 
you know, a colleague of mine is a mindset coach and she's just amazing at what she does. And, and she always says, and I have to agree with her that I mean, it's the best gift in the world you can give yourself, you know, it, and you, when you accept that and you buy into it and you realize just how much control you actually have, you know, we focus so much on what we don't have control over, you know, when are things going to change and, you know, why, why is so-and-so not doing what they need to be doing and why, why this and why that, you know, those are all things that we can't do anything about, but yet we have no problem exerting all of our valuable energy on them, you know, rather than saying, you know, to your point, I'm going to commit today, you know, to do practice A, whatever it is, and thank you for allowing me to release that energy and boom, it's done. Mm -hmm. You have to, you almost, you have to, you really, it's a testament in faith, but you really have to trust yourself that you can do it. Yes. That intention that you were speaking of earlier in the conversation. Yes. Intention. Checking is a big part of what I teach. So I'm mm-hmm. a firm, firm believer in that. So. Oh, Allison, this has been so much fun. I really love you. This is like amazing. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, I love, I love just talking, talking about this subject. It's just, it's, uh, it's just, it's so fascinating to me. So, so let's say somebody out there is, um is listening and they're really feeling like this is speaking to them and they're just at a point where they need, they know they need to do something and they know it's time. And maybe they don't quite have the faith in themselves that they'll stick with it. So what advice would you give that person? I I would actually tell them to get an accountability partner. So declare what it is that you'd like to see and have some sort of accountability partner. Because when when we try to take something on by ourselves, and it's something new especially, it's easy to fall off the tracks. But when we can have someone to be accountable to as well we tend to follow through a little bit more. And if the idea of checking your energy is something that you'd like to have some support with, I do have also a free seven day energy transformation that they could visit. They could find on my website that will help them get the reminder every day to, and kind of hold them accountable too, to make sure that they are taking care of themselves and and expanding their awareness. Beautiful. I love it. We will, I will make sure that, um, that all of that is available for, for people they, they can find that in my show notes for this episode. So where can people find you? What's the best way to, to locate you? Yeah. On, uh, on my website, it's J L Y A L L.com or on Facebook. It's L I V live healthy by Jennifer Lyle. Fantastic. I'll make sure that, like I said, all of, you know, for anyone listening out there, if you just look at the show notes for this episode, you will find, all of this wonderful information so you can reach out to Jennifer if you if you would like to connect with her. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll have to Thank get you. in the future and we'll have to maybe on the other side of all this and we can compare notes as to what we're seeing and what we're hearing. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Fantastic. So if anyone out there is feeling inspired and they have enjoyed our conversation as as much as we have today, I would encourage you to reach out to Jennifer, connect with her. Um, And if you have any other feedback or or a need to connect with me, um, my door is always open. Please feel free to go to my website at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com and click contact us. And you can send me an email directly that way. And if you're on Facebook, please feel free to head over to my private community, uh, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. 
we are getting ready to kick off a brand new challenge next week that I'm super excited about. This is a has really been a conglomeration of a lot of my career's work. Um, it's called the Fit Life Masterclass. So if you're out there listening, please reach out to me. Uh, it's free. I would love to have you. It's just going to be epic. So I'm super, super grateful and thankful for all your support of this show. We are now worldwide. We are in all seven continents in the world. Uh, we have listeners in Singapore and Australia and all over the place. And I am just super grateful. I could not do it without your support. This is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.